Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jay here for Stratford Paddock, and this is the Devil's Podcast, and I will look at the right camera. Um, <laughs> joining me are two of my favorite co presenters, wow. definitely in my top five. Um, Joe Smith. Hello. <laughs> You're not even in my top five now, you said that. Wow. One of my bottom five, and there is only five, so that's still the top five. Congratulations. <laughs> sake. Just some of the last we have here. Um, and also, Alex Baggers. Yeah, what Joe said, yeah. Yeah, he's actually in my top yeah. one now after you've just said that. Bottom five. Um, Talking about on five, yeah. Manchester United. United. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say it. We're don't start like that. Five. Yeah. We are. That's literally are the worst link I've ever done in my life. We are, aren't we? Are we fifteenth? No, that's, that's no we're up to we're up to the dizzy heights of tenth now. I think. Are, are we? we? No, are we? I don't know. I ain't checked the table. I'm I've got in the habit of not checking the table, Jay. If I'm honest, I I'll, I'll be honest with you. I stopped after the Spurs game. That was it. Right? Do you know when we, we signed Bruno in January? I hadn't been checking the table. Like yeah. I'd roughly knew because yeah. people tweet at us, and we obviously you can't help but see it in the job that we do. But I literally was like never, never paying attention to the table. And then Bruno comes in, and we start winning every game. And I was like, let me yes. just see what that Premier League table oh. say. Like what, fifth? It ain't still fifth. <laughs> we won ten in a row, and it was still fifth. And then the last second, we squeezed into the top football. I remember checking and thinking, should we be first by now? We've won every single game since January. We're fifth. There was a point where we must be close to City. Yeah. I mean, we're not getting Liverpool, but we must be close. Oh, no, we're 15 points 15. behind them still. What? I love the way it was like, you say it was like fifth rages, and then it was like, oh, all of a sudden, we're third and the season's over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, this is live, so do get involved in the comments. <laughs> this is live. Just remembered, have you? Just remembered. Just remembered this is live. So Don't professional. Say. Hey, you can tell I've uh, been doing this for years. So let us know what you think about anything Manchester United related mm-hmm. or otherwise. Uh, on the thumbnail, it talks about Paul Labiel Pogba. We are going to talk about him, but I want to talk about him briefly and then move on because I think we're all fed up with talking about Paul Pogba, especially when he's not even playing. He's barely, you know, I mean, he's not even starting for United at the minute, and then he goes away on international duty. And this is what are you looking at? Have you got a bit of fishing line there on the sleeve of your jumper, Jay? What is that? Just me bit of fluff. Don't tell me, Mrs. Um, <laughs> Who's bit of fluff? Oh. Where did that come oh. from? Oh. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's just you know, <laughs> just Where general things that <laughs> accumulate. It's probably one of my kids' bit of fluff that they have on him. I don't know. Right, <laughs> Jay with his big that fluffy makes- kids. <laughs> You know, just a bit of fluff on me, kid. <laughs> I'm not trying to get in trouble, Jay. But Came home from school once suspicious. with the wrong bit of fluff. My missus yeah, exactly. went mad. I was like, what's not, that's not our yeah, Your kid's looking like Sunny from Monsters, <laughs> Inc. Podcast big school, fluffy well, kids. It? Right, Paul Pogba. <laughs> yeah, Paul Pogba, right. We'll talk about him briefly because in the news, uh, Didier Deschamps, as they say in France, um, has spoken about Paul Pogba and how he's not playing for United and he should be and, and sort of words to that effect. He won't, he won't be happy that he's not playing, which is, you know, kind of a, a no shit Sherlock type statement but again it brings this up we had it last time I think me and you Joe were doing a podcast um, mm. when it was like I think it was talk about Real Madrid he mentioned Real Madrid I mean to be fair Pogba he's not said anything this is just not this time no not this time it's not his fault again you know he's back in the papers and then people start speculating there was talk I think doing the rounds earlier this week that maybe we'd lowered our asking price for, for him if he was to leave I mean share me your thoughts Baggers what do you make of it all 
Um, I mean, I covered it on the, on the news a bit this morning that, that Deschamps had said these things. And you kind of go, do you know what? Like, there was no need. Why did you have to? You don't need to bring... You could have said, look, Paul Pogba's not, obviously not playing at the minute, but he's looked good in training. He's going to play for us. That's all. That's what he could have said. But instead he said he's, he can't be happy at United. He couldn't be happy because he'd be playing every week. But that's... You know, it's not like Paul Pogba wasn't given the chances. He started a couple of games at the start of the season and he was very, very poor. Ended up coming off. He's looked good coming on as a sub now and again. And then he kind of got given that chance against Arsenal where we played the diamond in midfield where he was given that free role of... He didn't have to do any defensive work. He wasn't in the sitting two. He was in the free role that everyone said, do you know what, if you put Pogba further forward, he'll be great. And he looked shocking. And it wasn't a case of him looking out of position. He was slow on the ball. He looked sluggish and things like that. So, rightly so, he's not played in the Everton game. And and we play, we looked really good. And I think that that balance in midfield, I think there was a bit of debate. We'll go on to our poll. But there was a bit of a debate underneath the, the Twitter poll saying that we should be playing Paul Pogba, he's great. And people are going, no, the our Twitter best... The poll that had nothing to do with Paul Pogba. <laughs> nothing to do with Paul Pogba. <laughs> becomes Pogba's a debate. We'll, we'll but Fred McTominay and Bruno, <laughs> at this moment in time, I think is probably our best midfield three in terms of balance for the team. I think it works well with... I think it works well with covering in positions where we're not maybe not as strong at, at the back as well. And and Paul Pogba, just at the moment, doesn't fit into things. Mm. Um, I think Anish there sums it up quite well where he says... Why can't international managers shut up about United players? And honestly, I couldn't really agree more with that, to be honest. I don't really see why, what the problem is. I don't see why people have to keep talking about United players. And Pogba, he's one who I've defended over the years, generally, for how he's been on the pitch. I think he's been much better at United than people say he has. This season he's been poor. I did. I criticised him a little bit when he came out and said the stuff about Real Madrid because I just, again, it's one of them, what do you need to say that for? There's no need yeah, to yeah. say it. But this isn't Paul Pogba saying this. This is another manager where you think, can't you just not say that? Can't you just <laughs> allow a United player to just have a couple of weeks of not being in the papers because, oh, he's not happy, he wants to leave. Blah, 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 blah. Like, this isn't Pogba's fault. Unless, um, unless you know, he's come out and said, oh, Didier, will you please say this about me being on... Like, which I don't imagine that he's done. And, you know, and again, it, it goes to show as well that the way that we view the whole Pogba situation. Because when Donny van der Beek's agent or a, a part of his entourage or whoever it was came out the other week and said... It's not fair that Donny's not playing. They've signed him for all this money. He needs to play more games. No one was like, right, well, that's it. Donny wants to leave. Everyone said, well, that was just some bloke talking about Donny. But when it's Pogba and someone says, oh, he can't be happy, everyone goes, well, that's it. Pogba wants to leave then. Get rid of him. We hate him. I think this isn't poor Pogba's fault. And as much as, like I said, things in the past that Pogba has said and done, you do think, what have you said that for? I think we're kind of lumping it all in together and like, adding up to another level of why we don't like Paul Pogba when he ain't done anything wrong here. No, I agree. I don't think he's done anything wrong. He can't help it if his, his manager comes out and comments on it. And I think what Deschamps said was pretty bland, even being honest. It wasn't yeah. like anything where you go, really? What? What? Paul yeah. Pogba doesn't like the fact he's not playing all the time. And that he's playing United. badly as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a, a revelation. Quick. You know what I mean? Stop the front pages. But again, it's just that thing where we have an international break and Pogba's name comes up again and it, you know whether it's him saying something whether it's his manager like you said there Joe it all seems to get sort of uh, moulded into one and the, the, the sad thing is I think a lot of fans even off the back of something like this where as you said it's nothing to do with him mm. in terms of what, what's been said it makes fans just think oh I'm sick of him and not all, and not yeah. all fans and but some fans whether you're a supporter of Man United Liverpool City Chelsea Crystal Palace Jay hit me with another one Villa Villa the easiest way to watch all English Premier League action this season is with ExpressVPN. Not only that, but ExpressVPN lets anyone in the world, no matter where you live, access the cheapest Premier League subscription on the planet. Now, who knows where you're from? Who knows where you live? All I know, that in England, where we are, it's too expensive to watch football, especially with the bloody pay-per-views. Isn't that right, boys? Correct. Yeah, Correct. Absolute madness. Instead of paying for an expensive satellite cable package, you can watch all live EPL games and full replays for less than four quid a month on Peacock Premium. Now, what's the catch, Jay? I hear what you're asking. I can hear it. I can hear your eyes saying it. The only way to access Peacock Premium is if you live in the United States. Now, that's a problem. Well, here's a fix to that problem. 
ExpressVPN lets you change your online location to a country of your choice. So you can access the content that's otherwise locked in your region. You'll get access to all 380 of this season's Premier League games, plus hundreds of shows like Saturday Night Live, American Ninja Warrior, and Peacock Originals like Brave New World. Just fire up ExpressVPN, connect to the United States, subscribe to Peacock, and watch. Now, all you've got to do is go to expressvpn.com extra to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN and a one-year package. And this goes for everyone, not just international viewers. expressvpn.com extra for three months free. expressvpn.com extra. And the other side of this, like you said there about Paul Pogba not being happy, would you rather that he was happy? Would you rather that he was just quite content with being a substitute for Manchester United, not playing very well, not playing in the... Like, would you rather that he was just like, oh, fuck it, I'm getting paid 300 grand a week. Who cares whether I play or not? You want him to be unhappy when he's playing badly. You want him to be disappointed that he can't get in the first team for Manchester United. All of these things are, you know, something that suggests that he wants to change things or that he wants to be in the first team or that he's going to try and do these things. For me... I'm glad that he's unhappy. Obviously, I don't. I would prefer we were in a situation where he didn't have to be. But the situation he's in right now, of course, he's going to be disappointed. That goes without saying, surely. And even if he goes into, even if he want, he wants this dream move to Madrid. If he wants this move to Madrid, that, that he said, you know, he fancies a change, would like to work under Zan, all these different things. You know, he's going to be unhappy because he needs to. If you can't get in the midfield with Fred McTominay in it, you know, you're not exactly top of the top of the tree to go, get picked by. A club like Real Madrid, they're not. If you're not getting into that midfield, if you can't f- force your way past them, maybe they're going. Well, maybe he's not that good. Maybe he's not quite like that. Which we all know that Pog- Paul Pogba at the top of his game is is a world class footballer. And as people have mentioned, his inconsistencies and things like that. I think that the last twelve months for Paul Pogba, I think people are discounting his injury that he had that kept him out for most of last season. He came, he rushed back, got rushed back into the team after after the coronavirus break. And did very well considering he'd not played any football. And then even the start of this season, you know, there are question marks over how he's been at the start of the season. He's not looked great, but he has just, he, you know, he had COVID himself. He needed a bit of time to, to get back into things. And people just ignore that. People ignore that that was the case and they just say, Do you know what, Paul Pogba, he's never been good for us, get rid of him, which is it's just not true. It's a lie. And if you discount all those injuries, you know, you're not going to see the real Paul Pogba. And, you know, there's times, especially with the French team, you, you can see a different level. But And there are different players around him. There are, you know, when Kante's around him, he does look better. He can play in that sitting role a little bit better. I think Kante does a little bit more work than... He has a little bit more quality than, say, what Fred has, but does the same kind of work. And that together means that Paul Pogba can kind of play that that position that we all want him in, where he can do the box-to-box, but he does have a bit of freedom and stuff like that. And, and right now, he's not quite fit, he's not quite firing, and he's not quite fitting into Manchester United. Um, just looking at some of the comments, people saying Luke Shaw is out, out for a month. I don't know if that's yeah, been, I had been, been confirmed, there. if you have yeah. a little check on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, quite a lot of people sort of saying, that, you know, um, Ollie should pack his bags, Bruno, Donny, Fred, better than Pogba, simple as that. Um it seems like a lot of people sort of jumping on Pogba's case and I can understand why there's a lot of frustration with him because of everything we've, we've spoken about. But I've always got that feeling that if we sell Paul Pogba, we won't replace him mm. adequately. And I think that he is a player that we need. Mm. It's def- like, like you said, it, when, in terms of replacing him, that's the worry, isn't it? And if we did sell him, let's say we got... 80 million for him, whatever it may be. I've got a sneeze right on the tip of my nose. Um, if we did replace him, or if we did sell him, we've got 80 million for him, let's say. Again, you don't you don't assume that we're going to spend 80 million on the next best midfielder in the world. You don't assume we're going to spend 80 million on Haaland or whoever it may be. You think we'd sell him and we'd probably spend between 100 and 150 million quid again. Like like we have been doing, but we just have a slightly lower net spend that year. That's what if that's what my instinct yeah. would be. Yeah, we wouldn't sell him and spend two hundred and fifty million because we've got an extra hundred million from Paul Pogba. We'd probably spend what we always spend. We'd spend forty on this, fifty on that, thirty on that, and two twenties, and that'd be it. And then we'd just move on and we'd go. Hang on a sec. We probably would have bought those same players if Paul Pogba was there. So yeah, that's 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 always a concern. But then. At some point, you just have to despair, don't you? Because it's almost damned if you do, damned if you don't. If he wants to go and he, you know, he don't want to be there, that's one thing. But you almost feel like it, it's such a shame that you have to justify the sale of players based on whether you think the owners that supposedly want United to win trophies will replace that person. Like 
we shouldn't have to do that. That no. should go without saying that if you sell you one of your best players, and let's not forget as well, one of the most marketable, most famous, you know, best brands in football. I know that's a bit no, gross and a bit all it, that off the it. field stuff, but you do have to take that into account as a club. If we sell that player, surely we're going to replace them with, in theory, someone better. But again, you don't really feel like they will do that. Which is sad, no, I mean, it? some people say in the comments that Van der Beek was brought in as a Pogba replacement. I had the argument that Bruno was brought in as a Pogba replacement when brought him yeah. in because everyone expected Paul Pogba to go. I, 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 I sort of have a feeling that maybe Pogba's missed the boat a little bit. Mm. I think maybe, and you know, through no fault of his own necessarily, but he came out with that statement didn't he a little while ago when he said you know I want a new challenge and everyone thought that's it this summer he'll go because he's literally yep. in an interview said I want to go and, and get a new challenge there's no you know discrepancies or there's no debate there he's saying it on camera I want a new challenge and I thought okay that, that'll probably happen this summer then and it didn't and I think that the, you know the likes of Barcelona Real Madrid Juve just didn't have the money couldn't pay the money that United would have wanted for him. Now, I know there's talk of maybe United lowering the price, but you wonder whether one of those clubs I mentioned are going to come in for him and come in with an offer good enough to, to tempt him. I think Barcelona, didn't they put an offer in for him a few years ago where it was like 40 million plus... Two players no one wanted. Yeah, Mina and someone else, Gomez or whatever it was. It was just like... Xavi. Yeah, it was just... He was 42. It was just like, <laughs> he was currently coaching in guitar. Yeah, it was just offered, ridiculous. It was sort of half hide. And I wonder now whether maybe he's stuck a little bit in the fact that he'd rather get a move he can't so okay I'm not saying he doesn't try and he, he does give his all when he's, he's here or whatever but he'd rather be somewhere else but you know no one's coming in with the money that would take him I think this else. is a little bit with the same thing with the Glazers themselves you know and, and the planning they've done with these contracts that they've given out and just said you can have one here have one here have one here and you've, you've put these players on these wages without having a plan so do you know what you could see some, you can see sometimes when players get a new contract that they're doing it because in the next summer, they're going to sell them for more money. Harry Maguire at Leicester, prime example. Yeah. He got a new contract after that window that United didn't get him for £50 million. And they knew that next summer, someone's going to come back in for him. And under that new contract, that was it. But you've only still got that short window. You've only got that one or two years. And you've got to get the wage right. And, and the thing with Pogba is he's on three hundred grand a week. And unless you three hundred plus, if you don't spend the money You're on him... I'm just, just what Alex is saying. We always do this, but yeah, we're, we're stuck. We're now we're now kind of stuck with a Paul Pogba that maybe doesn't fit into our team, and that we can't actually get a lot of money for. It's the same thing with David de Gea. You know, we we had this debate at the start of the season about is it Henderson or de Gea, and you kind of went, well, do you know what? If Henderson came in, it wouldn't be a bad thing. But you're like, well, where does de Gea go? Who's yeah. going to spend we we always do 375 it, yeah. grand a week because you've got to match his wages at least and pay 30, 40 million on, on a goalkeeper. There's no one, no one around to do that anymore. And you, you're now stuck with a player that you're not quite sure. And look, De Gea's been very good and Pogba at times has been still very good un, under this new contract. But at the same time, if you do what Liverpool did with the Coutinho thing and have, you get the right price, wages aren't too bad. How did they do that? 145 million. Liverpool get 120 or 130 or whatever it was for Coutinho, a player who... He's a good player. He's yeah. a good player. He's, he's, right. he's quite creative. Yeah. He's not bad. He, he he plays on the left wing, but he's not quick. He, like he's a good player, but he doesn't really fit any system perfectly. As we found from the fact that he can't get a game at Barca, goes to Bayern, they haven't renewed. Like he's a good player, but 140 million for him. Just before that disappears, Clinton Newman says if you give him a new contract and put a proper project, project even plan in front of him. He will stay. Maybe. Maybe. Well, again, like Alex was saying before, every other club, they're like, right, here's what we're going to do. Give him a contract, and then next year, someone will have to pay even more for him. It's going to be it's a brilliant plan. We go, right, Phil Jones, give him a big contract, and then next year, Everton will have to pay 70 million for him because yeah. he's on 200 grand a week. And everyone's like, no, we're not. What are you on about? You're giving him 200 grand a week. You know, the same thing with, the Herrera, same with Herrera as well. If you'd, have just kept, if you'd have just given Herrera a little raise 12 months before, you know, before all this contract, you give him that little bit of a raise. Before we sign Sanchez, you give him the raise. You go right there. You go. Then when it comes round to it, you've got a choice of right. We've got a player on 150 grand a week who we like, who's good. He can stay on that for another couple of years, or we sell him for 40 million. PSG will snap our hand off for that, and we'll, and then you've got money to spend. But instead, no, we'll just run that one down. But we'll keep Phil Jones on 200 grand a week, whatever he's on, and we just we're stuck with players we don't want, and even our sellable a- assets are on so much money, we can't sell them. 
and that's the fear. It's, great, <laughs> it's a it? horrible yeah. I love it. situation. So do, do hit the like button as well if you're watching. Don't forget to hit like. Uh, Anise Joshi says, I miss Herrera. I do too. But, you know. But would you want to be anywhere Celebi. else, boys? We don't have to deal with players or agents or managers or anything. But, God, we love it, don't we, lads? Uh, Fire Ants Entertainment it, says, ain't hitting no like button when they are biased. Always cover up how bad Ollie is and always blaming players. Yeah. Not really, yeah. to be honest with you. I think we've been critical of Ollie at the time when he needs criticism. And I think we've criticised and pr- play, praised players when they deserve praise. And I think it's a fair assessment to question whether Paul Pogba wants to be here and whether he's done enough, especially this season. And it's a question that... You know, everyone's asking. Ole um, got it wrong against Arsenal. He was shit against Arsenal. Bad tactics. We got outplayed. Can you have a light now, please? <laughs> yeah. He was right. He's right. Yeah, Istanbul, he got it all wrong. Didn't sort his defence uh, out. Red United View says Pogba has played well six or seven times in three years. No, that's, that's, that's not true. That's he played very He harsh. played very well at least 15 times in a row or 10, 12 times in a row when Ole first took over. Yeah. He was good in every one of those games. He was also very good in every game except maybe the severe match from when Bruno came in as well. Yeah, That's I mean, at least 25 do you remember, games. like, the thing was, right? Yeah. I, during lockdown, everyone was like, Bruno, right, we don't need Pogba. Da, da, da. We've got Bruno, Pogba's overrated, let him go. The Spurs game, first game back after lockdown, Pogba's on the bench, comes off the bench, changes the game. Runs and wins like, the penalty. Wins the penalty, and everyone's like, actually, <laughs> it's right, yeah, maybe we do need Paul Pogba. And whether you like him or not, he's a very talented player. And as we've all mentioned, you know, what would happen if he went, we'd probably, you know, not replace him or... We'd, we'd miss him mm. either or um, so I don't think it's too harsh to sort of question this board about selling him and the I think wisdom a, in it there's a few more comments in there saying excuses for Paul Pogba you need to be, we need excuses. to be just very neutral about Paul Pogba and say look he's a very good footballer he is inconsistent at times and there's reasons about injuries and stuff like that that he's not doing too well if he goes we need to get the money for him. If he stays, he's going to do... We need to find a way to, to make it work for Paul Pogba. Both of those things can be right at the same time. I've just come up with a solution, boys. Go on. Go on. You Here said, go. if we sell him, you're worried that we won't spend the money on someone. Right. You said that if we give him a new contract, you're worried that no one will be able to afford him. I see where you're going with this. Let his contract run down. Let him live on a free. That way we get no money, but that way we can't misspend that money. We don't upgrade his contract, but that way we can't give him too much money. It makes total sense. Let him leave on a free. Embarrass us all for the sake of fixing your two little problems that's there. Like, go to, that, go to Juventus. That, that, thoughts? That's like saying I'm going to burn down my house so I don't have to tidy in my room. Honestly, Jay, I've considered it. <laughs> if the EWS1 fire safety rating in my flat wasn't so abysmal, I might damage the lives of others. I might well have done it by now. Kerry um, uh, Skates says, sell him 50 million, buy up a Meccano. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> listen... Moving on from Paul Pogba. Just to, go on. Uh, sorry, just to, I know we said before about Man United, talking about Luke Shaw. Oh, yes, He sorry. will be out for a month. He will. Uh, with a hamstring injury, yes. Great. Good job we've sent Salas to Brazil, Brazil. wherever he's gone. Yeah, to get his, uh, yeah. Come yeah. back. So right as rain. Out for a month. Like well, the, only, the only good thing about that is he can get, hopefully, a bit of match sharpness without it affecting us. Mm. That's the only good news of that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a positive. Sending someone to Brazil just been injured for, or been out for COVID two weeks. Just quickly on Luke it. Shaw because I'm going to get to our poll in a minute. But Luke Shaw didn't feature on it. But thoughts on Luke Shaw this season? Been okay. Mm. Is about. As, I think in, at times I think he's been. No need better. to be that emphatic. Come I think on. he's been good at times and done. He's been. He's not been that much out of position at times. Mm. That. But he still doesn't. He's done a couple across the last two games. Everyone got. Oh, he's had two crosses. He's, he's had two assists in two games. Yeah, but he's had two assists in the past forty as well. When yeah. you look at that. And and do you know you got everyone's got mates who when you go out drinking they start throwing chairs about. They start scrapping. They start trying to fight with like the bouncers and that. And you're like, honestly, you've got to stop being. Are you that guy in your I'm not. No, I'm not that one. <laughs> but like, we can't go out with you anymore. If you if you're gonna be like, if you're gonna like be that. a pure dickhead every time I go out, it's like, oh, I won't, I won't. And then you go out a couple of times, and all he is is sick on you. <laughs> <laughs> but he, did, he didn't try and fight anyone. He just threw up on us. You're like, you right. know what? Andy's got a lot better on a night out. Yes, I've had to buy two new pairs of jeans, but at least he didn't try to fight a bouncer. That's where we are with Luke Shaw. You're like, well, he hasn't been awful, so he must have been great. When really, like you said, he's got, he's got two assists in a week, which is, that's good for a left back. That is good. But when you actually look at the whole season, the amount of balls crossed to the back post where he's not there. We saw it against Palace. We saw it. We was nowhere near the second goal uh, again, uh, uh, in Turkey. We've seen it multiple times at the end of last season in the severe match. Ball crossed either from his side or to his side and men just running at the back post, tapping balls in. Like, 
that's not good enough, is it? When you're a defender, you have to defend. If you're a fullback, you defend your edge of the, of the goal from the post outwards. If you're receiving the cross, you can't let people overlap you. You can't let people put crosses in all the time. And he's still doing that. Clinton Newman says, tell us his love, tell us his life. Tell us he's going to be the best thing since sliced bread. I hope so. What is the best thing since sliced bread? What would you say? It's internet, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's internet. Probably is. It's internet. It is. <laughs> the best thing, I'd say even I love including the way you've asked the question bread. and answered it without telling it. You've well, got like a state. All right, like, any other answer is wrong. Because I knew your yeah. answer would be boring, Jay. If well, I had to ask you. Because right. what would you say? You'd say the turnstile or something, <laughs> wouldn't you? What do you think, Jay? <laughs> the spinning Jenny. Yeah, exactly. Actually. What would you say? Revolutionised the, the cotton industry coffee. in Manchester. The best thing since sliced bread. Honestly, Jay, what do you think? You're not allowed the internet, because that's my one. You were annoyed that I said it, so you have to pick something else. And unique and better. Go on. If you're so hard. <laughs> where, I'd where say, have we gone I'd say the best mouse melting process. Go on. Bechamel what? <laughs> say again. You just, you just said words He muddled there. over the word because he's not quite sure I the didn't muddle over the word. It's the, the Bechamel smelting process. Smelting I've smelting said it process. correctly. That is the best thing since sliced bread. All right. Um, what do you think it is? I don't know. Honestly, unlimited coffee, right. free. With a promise to pay £20 a month there. No, I'd say, promise. like you're saying the internet. Yeah. Well, computers. Computers is better than the internet. No, it's not. You can't have an internet without computers. Oh, really? Well, you're yeah. computer what, you're saying a Tamagotchi then? That's a computer. Is that better than the internet? Well, but the Tamagotchi's got a computer in it. weird that you said that. Look at computers. It's weird. Mm. Why is it weird? I'm going to say the internet. Yes, we need computers to use it. But that's like saying sliced bread. Bread. So you advocate grooming? Excuse me? <laughs> What? <laughs> That's what you say. I tell you what, if this is a, a linkage to a Manscaped advert, you've got the wrong podcast, my friend. Because that's the only type of grooming I'm into. <laughs> right, might we put our poll on Facebook and on Twitter, actually. It, was, it wasn't on Facebook, it was only on Twitter. And we've been asking, Jay said, okay, it's early days, but to settle an argument we've had in the office, Jay, Joe and Alex... Who's been United's best player so far this season? The options we gave you were Marcus, Fred, and Bruno. Did anyone guess who would pick those ones? Someone no. said uh, that they thought you were saying Marcus. Guilty I was Charles. saying Fred and that Alex was saying Bruno. Uh, and I said they got one out of three right. Um, I, I, I wanted Bruno. Jay obviously wanted Marcus because he said multiple times on this channel, no matter what he does, he's my favourite <laughs> player of all time now. And uh, Alex said Fred. And... I mean, somewhat surprisingly, choice. despite the fact that Marcus has been our top goal scorer this season, I think he's got three assists as well as seven goals. He came bottom in this list yeah. of those of those three options. Fred coming second with thirty one percent, Marcus with eleven percent, and Bruno 11%. so far, uh, according to six thousand votes we've had from Stratford Paddock fans, fifty seven percent of the vote has gone to Bruno Fernandez uh, as our best player so far this season. Are you a little bit surprised how few votes Marcus got there? Even some comments saying. Marcus who? Because you surely they don't mean Marcus Rashford. He's been like he's not been I mean, very good. I know what you mean, but I've said many times I love Marcus Rashford. What a bad word said about him, but I think he's, he deserves to be in the conversation. <laughs> I think that he's not like he's not been what you like. Can't believe what you said about him before. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll, we'll talk about that off air. I've got a lot to say about that, mate. Honestly, I'm <laughs> well, sorry. It's like Tourette's. It just comes out of me. I'm on tablets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I think he's had a, a good season, and he's had a couple of outstanding Hopefully games. Not. Like he had the, obviously the hat trick, the game in PSG. Not necessarily outstanding games, but outstanding moments. Like the goal in PS against PSG, the goal against Brighton, and I think he deserves to be in a conversation. But I, um, you know, I, 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 I pains me to say you're probably right, and I'm not just saying that because of what I shouted at you before. <laughs> I'm on tablets. <laughs> Um, you said Fred. I didn't hear what he said, by the way, before. He whatever he screamed at I said Fred. Fred's kind of been the unsung hero a little bit in a lot of things. And I think that when Fred's had a good game, so have Manchester United so far this season. I think that the game against Everton proved it. I mean, Bruno took, obviously, a lot of the headlines for getting the two goals and the assist. Or the assist. Whether you're gonna, you can't give Marcus that goal, can you? Has he even argued no, it? Yeah, it's two goals he's, and an assist. He's given, yeah. he's, it's no, no, even I can't even argue you that can't one. Argue with that. But anyway, I think Fred in that game just you know covered all the ground, covered ground, and made everything tick. And is the reason why you know that that Ollie wants to play the system at the minute because I think Fred and McTominay together is a great pairing, and I think that it allows Bruno to do what he did at the weekend, which is get 
gamble a bit more and get into the box, have a little bit more of a free roll and not have to look over his shoulder as much as when he does when maybe you're playing the diamond or maybe you have Paul Pogba behind him or maybe, you know, if you're playing the three with Matic as the one sitting. I think that Fred does a lot of that work and I think that he's been very, very good this season. Um, just a couple of comments what I read out. Andrew Rogers, the European Cup Winners' Cup is the greatest thing since last bread. Well said. Um, Ollie Jen says, the fact that you think Marcus is to be involved this season is ridiculous, especially when you consider that you guys probably think Martial has been our worst well, I'm, I'm the last for starters. I'm the last person who will ever put Marcus and Martial against each other. I don't get that argument at all. And also, Martial. I'm, the reason I've not mentioned him in this conversation is because I don't even think even the most ardent Mar- Martial fan will claim he's been one of our best players this season. It's Marcus weird. has got seven goals in three assists. I think Martial's got a couple in the Champions Martial League. Hasn't got had a, a red card, target and own goal. And it, yeah. yeah, so you know, I'm all for sticking up for and Tony M. I love the guy, but I'm not about to say. This is a season where, so far, you'd say he's been one of our best and, players because he hasn't. And look, the decision he made against Spurs, for as much as you can gloss over it and say it was soft sending off, you know, that that rash thing he did in that second didn't just affect that one result, which you don't know, you know, was it 2-1 at the time when he did that? Uh, you know, yeah. if you keep that game to well, 11 men, if you keep that game to 11 men, there's a chance that we come back in that game because I don't think Tottenham were that good. I think that we just, you know, I think that with 10 men, we didn't quite adapt. But also the three games after that that it affected, you know, the Newcastle game, we struggled for the first hour or so to get going. The Arsenal, the Chelsea game, we never looked like we were going at them. And if you have a Marshall in there, I fancy us to beat them. And the same thing against Arsenal, if, if he doesn't do that, that's, I mean, we dropped five points in those games. And that, for one little thing, that one mistake he's made. Now, the other thing is the mistake of not signing a backup striker earlier so that he was fit at the start of the season is also that. But to, to make that little mistake, that stupid decision he made to just, do that in a game, you know, has maybe cost us five points at at least three. Mm. Where, where do you stand on on Fred? He's obviously getting a lot of love. Um, Ollie rates him, and there's been performances from Fred. I remember the one at the Etihad where we beat him in the league, where I thought he was mm. fantastic. Um, you mentioned Goodison; he was my man of the match at Goodison, despite the fact Bruno obviously run the show. And I think that's—I know that sounds a little bit like, "Oh, you're trying to be hip," yeah. because Bruno was obviously. I can see above the goals yeah, and assists. It's like uh, if you actually—if you're a football purist, yeah. you'll notice that Fred—it uh, was actually—you know—his XG was mint or whatever they say. Um, XT, yeah, sorry, yeah, I have no idea about stats. Tackles, I'm yeah. not that guy, but I just thought it was yeah. a real barnstorm inside performance, right to the end as well. Like he was, you know, he was picking out passes, he was getting involved, he was getting in tackles, he was doing everything you'd want from a midfielder. So my point is, you've seen this in glimpses. We've we've seen him have good spells. You mentioned mm-hmm. um, the 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 pog spell earlier, but uh, I thought Fred had a great spell for a time under Rolly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there still seems to be those question marks. You know, can he fit into a DM role? Is he a is he a midfielder that you can rely on without Scott McTominay mm. alongside him, for example? And do you, you know do you have to sort of sacrifice a Pogba or a Van mm. de Beek to play Fred because you've got to have McTominay there, which undermines the argument he should be in the team? One thing I would say about Fred is, I think if you, I, I do still think we are yet to find the perfect partner for Fred. Um, I, I like I like a lot of, about McTominay, but I don't quite think he has either the defensive assuredness of Matic or the creativity of Van der Beek or Pogba, but then can you put someone who's a more creative... The great thing, again, McTominay's great because he's industrious, he's physical, he's strong, he's quicker than he looks, he's good at covering ground, certainly over longer distances he can sort of get back and track well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Fred was the standout in that game, certainly against Everton in that midfield. Um I would say, obviously, alongside Bruno and Maguire, who I thought was also brilliant, aerially especially. Um, But I always wonder with Fred, there are certainly massive limitations to his game. Like, he can't play a through ball particularly well. He can't shoot particularly well. He's not, you know, sometimes I question his positioning. But in that Everton game where he was just everywhere, he's the sort of player that, because we're United fans and because... You know, obviously, we're the fans of the club he plays for, but because the expectations are so high, if he was just, if he was playing for Leicester or if he was playing uh, for you know for Wolves or Sheffield United or someone who is a, a good mid-table team but doesn't have the pressure of Manchester United, he would be linked with all the top clubs. I think of the, the, the way he's played and the expectations you would have of him playing for another team. You would say, he's, you know, he, he covers ground brilliantly. He never stops working. He's great at interceptions. He's great at winning the ball back. He's dogged. He'll have those things where he's alongside someone and he'll tackle him two, three, four times to get the ball back off him. He, he's got a lot of qualities that you'd love to have in a player. But you just think, is he really just, that top, sorry, top so level? Can you just stop the comments for a minute so I can just read a couple of them? So, 
Go on, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's been really good recently. I do worry or I wonder more, you know, can he play next to Pogba? Can he play next to Matic? Can he play ne- next to Bruno or, uh, uh, sorry, Donny? Or can he only really play next to McTominay because he needs someone bigger but who's also got the energy that Matic doesn't have? Like, make, you know, because I don't think McTominay and Fred... There are a lot of limitations in those two players and they're taking up two out of three slots in the midfield. But with them in midfield, we've won some big games and some crucial games this season. So maybe we're sort of looking for someone to be have a world-class passing range or to score goals from deep. But maybe we don't really need that. Sometimes you have to sort of come to the realisation that actually we need them to do the jobs that they have to do very well and then let other players do the rest because it's working. You look at how... Look at how Liverpool set up. They have almost three of those players in there. They don't have a, say, a creator in midfield that does the job, but their front three and their full-backs do a lot of the work mm. for them. Whereas United at the minute, I think that the one thing is, if you play McTominay and Fred, if you had, you know, if you'd have had a right winger with a bit more pace about him or something, you know, or a, a prime matter on, on Sunday, I think that, that front three and that front four alone does the job for you. You know, that'll... Right, that no, does sorry, that. go back to where it was. There was a couple of comments there that I wanted to read out. I don't know where they've gone. We've just moved off him. So that front four does that, but I think without that, you know, you you need that one more player in there. You need that one more creator in there. But instead, you end up having, you know, you, you kind of feel That's like it, you, yeah, do, just leave it you do lose a bit of that creativity because I think that we're still lacking something up front. I think we're still lacking mm. someone on the right-hand side and things like that. And I think that... That's probably the thing. You know, Liverpool set up with two very defensive players at the weekend, but had four forwards who, apart from Firmino, who we're not going to get into, but they're all, you know, mm. attacking. They all they all look comfortable in their positions, whereas United were still lacking something on the right-hand side. And mm. I think that you can't just play with two because you are, you know, you're either playing a Dan James or you're playing a Mata and Greenwood, who's constantly drifting inside and can get... You know, kind of get in the way of different. You know, him and Martial can sometimes not quite work as as that front three. And, you know, Grimm's had some good runs of games, but at the times he's also looked, you know, out not. You know, at the minute he's not, not in the squad. He's not certainly, in the squad, even, is he? No. Um, so I think that without that, without one more creative player in midfield, mm. with, when you don't play with Matic and then with the two ahead, I think you're still missing something forward. But I think if we'd have got a Jaden Sancho, I think you could have played that system every single week because I think there's enough there. I'm mm. um, just looking at the comments. Two tears. Yep, says two tears in the bucket. Uh, lads, I get it. Fred works hard, but he's the most basic midfielder you'll ever see. If Canty signed, he'd never get in the squad again. Props to him, like, but damn, I mean, I, I don't. That's that's nonsense. If Canty signed, Fred would never get in the squad again. Just isn't true. And. Sometimes, I don't think he's the most basic, but sometimes you need someone who will do the sort of nitty-gritty stuff mm. because you need someone who's just going to get hold of the ball and give it to a red shirt. And that's what Fred was doing all afternoon um, that's the on thing, Saturday. And that's sometimes what we're lacking, just someone who does that, that basic well, stuff. That, you know, he's a bit basic. And he is a bit basic. But when you've got Bruno, who's anything but basic, and Pogba, the same, and Matic, who he's, he's good at doing the basic stuff, but he's getting on a bit. And then, you know, you actually look through the team. We don't really have many people who do the all energy, sprinting around, tackling, basic stuff. And you, sometimes you need someone to do that. And it's all well and good saying, well, anyone can do the basic stuff. But when people don't, then you need someone that actually does do it. You can't just say, yeah. well, there's loads of people who can play it basic. Well, when the rest of our team don't, who is actually going to do it? Fred does it. My, my exactly. worry is... Another, sorry, just quick, I just want to go through some of these comments, sorry. Um, Tarikul Kandka says Fred and McTominay should not be starting I'm sorry I got your name I butchered your name there apologies uh, should not be starting but we simply don't have a natural CDM because Matic is way too slow and simply not good enough anymore is that fair? I don't know I think the system Ollie likes it Ollie likes playing the two two sitting he has done for a lot of his t- and even when Pogba's fit I still think he likes playing the two sitting the criticism with Fred is can he do it on his own? Can he do that work when he's got a Pogba next to him? Can he do it with Pogba, you know, Pogba Fernandez? Can he do it with a Pogba and Van der Beek? Can he do it with Fernandez and Van der Beek together? Because obviously you want to you want to get as many creative players on as you can, but I don't think there can be a criticism of when those two play together. And I think even when Fred's had someone industrious next to him, he is very, very good. Now maybe he can improve a little bit on that. It's that collection off the back four that I think panics everyone a bit. You know, there's that... I flash back to the, the Ollie's first season when he just finished his caretaker and I think he was picking the ball up in between the two centre-halves. Centre I think we can see two or three goals where someone just pickpocketed him and scored. I still think everyone has that bit of a panic 
that he can't do that and he isn't comfortable doing that. Whereas players like Matic, Matic does that no problem and is very yeah. comfortable doing that. And that was everyone was screaming out for that kind of player in the in the summer. But I like the two in midfield. I like I like doing that. Maybe it's maybe it's almost replacing McTominay with someone that's maybe a little bit better on the ball. That might be the, the way forward. That's not that's still defensive, but maybe can be a bit more progressive. In the comments, people were comparing McTominay to Darren Fletcher. Um, and I think that whilst people go, he's not as good as Darren Fletcher, whatever, you have to remember, I think you've made this point a few times, Joe, that when everyone was fit, most of Darren Fletcher's United career wasn't first choice. There was a couple of seasons no. where he was. Um, and McTominay's almost like that. I know it's different standards now to, to what it was then, but McTominay is, a, for me, a good squad player who, you know, if everyone's fit, probably doesn't start. And he has certain games where he's the most crucial player in the team or where you bring him on and he does a role or, you know, against not just the goal, but against Man City, the game, the last home game before lockdown. I thought it was brilliant throughout the game or, or all the game that he played. I just thought sometimes you, you have to have someone in there who I know always oh, a bit of a passion merchant all that stuff but again sometimes passion. you need a little bit of that sometimes passion. you need people screaming at other, everyone else and, and dragging people up with you so yeah I think he's definitely got a, PS- a massive role to the play the PSG game a prime example this year where you needed someone that wasn't going to play in man mark Neymar and Mbappe but you knew that they were going to go down that left hand side and you knew that Wan-Bissaka was good you knew Twanze was good but McTominay was always making that third man was always doubling up on them helping, helping out and they're the kind of roles that Fle- Darren Fletcher used to do. When when they played against a better player, he was the one that had to go over and cover a little bit. McTominay's got a bit of size about him as well. Does a little bit in the air a bit better than some of them mm. players. And I think that, look, McTominay will never be our standout player. He will never be that. But he's a, he's a quality, he's a very good footballer and a very good squad player for Man United. And I think Fred McTominay, at this moment in time, will be around for a long time because I think they're always going to do that job for Man United. Mm. Um, just looking at the comments as well... Um, Parish Council says, we have been using two holding midfielders to protect Harry. We haven't, though, have we? Um, to be honest with you, I think that's, it's not nothing, I don't think that's anything to do with protecting Harry. I think it's when Ollie fears the Ollie's other side's midfield. We yeah, had yeah we, we've, we've had this before. Um, Anish Joshi, Anish says, are you guys worried about us not scoring many from corners considering we've got Maguire and McTominay who are supposedly good in the air? I think that's a bit of a myth with Maguire. I think the, the, he came to his, with his reputation, he scores from corners. Chris Smalling, had a better goal scoring record than Harry Maguire. That wasn't why yeah. we got him. You don't buy a defender because he scores goals. He doesn't, unless he's Steve Bruce. Mm. I think Harry Maguire scored against us for Leicester, so everyone thought, and he scored for England in the World Cup with a header. And everyone thought, oh, he's goal, he, he scores goals from corners. He doesn't really. He's got a, and yeah. he's got a few. Yeah, but he's, he's not like, I'm not Chelsea, worried about he him not against scoring. Newcastle. No. Like, that's not, no. I'm not going, oh, he's not scoring for corners. I'm worried about that. Because I think he, his average is like two a season. Yeah, so, say, he's got three, I think, since he's joined United. Well, there you go. That's, that's pretty much spot yeah. on his average. And on that as well, you know, everyone says, oh, they've got two, but two two guys that can head the ball is not a lot. We've not we've got a forward line of players that aren't very good ahead of the ball. You look at mm. you look at Liverpool's team, I hate comparing them, but you we have to at the minute. You know, they have a couple of players in mid you know, the midfielders think Henderson's comfortable heading the ball, Firmino will get his head in the ball, Mane scores a lot of headers, and then you've got the centre halves as well. You know, that's five players he can put in the box. We've Marcus Rashford, God love him, cannot head the ball. He doesn't want to attack the ball at all. Get out. He doesn't want to attack the ball. Martial's got a decent header on him, but he can't beat a man and win. He doesn't beat him. You know, it's it's not from a corner he's going to score many like that. No. I think that's part of the reason maybe we've got Edinson Cavani. Um, Talking of strikers, we spoke a little bit about this on the brew. I don't want to keep going on about it, but you two haven't had your chance to have a say on it. Mason Greenwood's been in their newspapers. The Athletic ran a story on him um, saying that there was a few question marks around him in training on Friday. He wasn't putting in 100% effort. And then he wasn't available, obviously, for the Everton game. There's been a couple of stories doing the rounds about whether would he, you know, I hate using the word attitude because it paints the wrong picture, but whether he's applying himself in the right way um, at times. We know the circus that went on with England and, you know, when he invited the girls back to his room and Gareth Southgate threw him well under the bus. I asked this to Housen on the brew last night, and I think it's pretty much fair to ask you guys the same question. Um, you know, are you worried about Mark, uh, Marcus? Are you worried about Mason Greenwood at all? A little bit. I think you have to be. I think the, the start this, with the talent he's got and, and the goals he was scoring, you know, scored I think it was 12 goals last year. A gr- fantastic, uh, you know. 20 in all competitions. 20 right? in all yeah. competitions is yeah. unbelievable. From 17, I think. 17, oh, was it? Sorry. 17 yeah. goals, whatever it is, between 12 and 20. <laughs> it's a decent return for an 18-year-old who didn't play a lot in the first half of the season and when did 
was in, you know, was being rotated into squads and stuff like that was fantastic. I think that, you know, to be have to be left out of squads for other things than football reasons is bad. Now, Ollie's come out and said that, I think Ollie came out after the Evington game and said he was ill, said that he wasn't looking quite quite sharp in uh, in terms of training that way. I think the start, story in Athletic said that Bruno was getting frustrated with him, not making the runs and things like that. And then Ollie's come out and said that he was ill and, it, you know, that was the thing that was affecting him. And, and I think... Ollie's dealing with it right. Ollie's doing with it the right way is that you've got to take his word for it. Let him deal with it. Let them deal with it internally. Let them do that. And if he is ill, he is ill. If he's not, they'll work it out. But keep him away from the team. Don't put him in the spotlight. I think that the England, the whole England thing, you know, I think I had a look through the comments yesterday about on Housen's Brew and people were jumping on saying, it's not Southgate's problem who did that. No, but it wasn't just that that was the problem with Gareth South, that with the England thing is, he hadn't done an interview for Manchester United. Manchester United didn't give him the chance to do an interview. They said, you're not doing interviews yet. You're 17, 18 years old. We're going to keep you away from the interviews. You're just going to play football. He gets his first England call-up and he's he's selected and put forward to be on the press conference. There was no need for that. And then the first question <coughs> was about Harry Maguire. Mm. There was no need for that. You should have kept him away from everything still. Yes, all that happened in Iceland with the Phil Foden incident, and you, you can't really defend that. But this whole media circus around it, it shouldn't be. He's an 18-year-old footballer. Let him do it. And then, again, this goes back to, as I said, this goes back to the board. When when you don't sign another right winger this summer, which we were screaming, you know, whether it was Jaden Sancho or getting an alternative, it means that, that when Green was not in the squad... I can see it. That, that gaping hole, that gaping hole in the squad. Look, you can see a Mason Greenwood-sized gap in the squad. You know, you can see he's not in the team because you're playing one matter. You're playing... You're playing Dan James or you're p- changing the formation. Whereas if you'd assign another right wing, you go, Mason Greenwood, we're just playing the other lad today. We're playing Saar today. That's that's the decision we've made. Or we're playing the lads we've brought in. But because we've not got another person who's comfortable on that right-hand side, you can clearly see when Mason Greenwood's not in the team. And you can't protect him whether things are going wrong off the pitch, whether he's ill, whether he's... You know, there's more questions about him because there isn't as many options. I wonder, what, I wonder what, how do they do the Super Chat coming. I'll read that in a sec. Yeah. Um, I wonder how they deal with it, honestly, because we've seen players before at United where sometimes you think, oh, yeah, they must have turned it around, or you hear rumours of... One of the rumours, it don't sound like he, you know, he's, there's this crazy things going on. It sounds like one of them was like, oh, he just goes to bed late because he's playing FIFA. Yeah. Like Some of it's just like innocuous kind of teenage stuff where you're like, well, we can't, you know, we can't really have it because you, you, you go to bed at four in the morning, so you're tired at training, which is a bit of a piss take because we give you 100 grand a week or, you know, who, you know, a lot of money, whatever it is. Um, but the other side, you think, well, he's 19 and that's what, that's what kids do, isn't it? So is it, there's a balance to be drawn. Andres Townsend was talking about it. He was saying how maybe something like a sports psychologist or something like that that has helped him in, in his life could maybe help him sort of with a bit of guidance and a way to kind of focus and put his his life in a in a in a kind of decide what how to focus on what things how to structure things better how to you know go to bed instead of playing weekend league till four in the morning you need to go to bed at ten p.m. or whatever it is and some of these things hopefully by the sounds of it all of the you know you, you see it in some papers the the Sun or whoever want to make a story as bad as possible the angle is Greenwood's got an attitude problem Bruno fumes as Greenwood the, refuses was, to I try I can't remember who it was but do you remember the, the hippie crack thing yeah exactly put crack in the headline yeah. with Mason Greenwood yeah, Mason Greenwood smoked crack what yeah and oh no it's balloons no it's, uh, it's just a bit of gas that they put in a yeah. they also brought that out a year after the picture yeah released, so all that so there's one, set, one side of the media that's trying to do that and then there's another side of the media that when you actually hear any specific examples of the things he's supposed to have done it's he turned up a bit for training he wasn't making runs for Bruno's passes like these are things where you need to, you know, that's sort a non story. That it. Bruno was apparently annoyed that he but misplaced the pass. You can imagine Bruno going berserk every yeah. time anyone does that. That's anyone not does that a story. Anyone who's ever played football at any level, myself included, who's played at junior level, if you if if someone makes a pass and you don't make a run for it, like yeah. people scream at each other all the time. That's not a story. It's, it's but, a nothing story. You know, if 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 it's more than we're seeing, if it's more than the actual specific examples, then of course he's being dropped from the squad. So something's going on. Um, and obviously, you want to see that turn around, and you need to make sure it's handled in the right way. But surely, the club have enough about them, have enough, 
you know, we're not old fashioned enough that oh, he'll pull himself up by his bootstraps and he'll do it himself. Like, hopefully, we're, you know, what do we need to do here? How's the best way to handle this? And, and they'll sort it out. Um, a super chat there from Amjad, which is a good point. Uh, Joe, he says, Joe, Luke Shaw didn't play in the severe game, it was Brandon Williams. That is true. Um, but there were certain games where Luke Shaw, the ball, he doesn't stop crosses very well, as we can all see from watching him play. But and he doesn't really get uh, to the back post again. The, 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 uh, but he also says, which was even worse the at his positioning and defending. Yeah. But um, the Istanbul Besiktas game, just on Mason Greenwood, well out position. We had Dave Pritt on, and I spoke to a few other people. It says Mason Greenwood's dad's quite hands-on. He's gone yeah. to all his games. He's always gone to his games as, as as a youngster. And a few people spoke to him. I know, think that's a good sign. It's a nice, you've got, it's a good he's still start, a kid for me. I know he's he's old enough to vote and all the rest of it, but he's still a teenager. His dad's obviously you know played a big part in his football career, mm-hmm. very close to him. So you know you think that there's, it, it, again, it's it's. Mason Greenwood sort of had this little controversy with England and maybe it's getting amplified, but it's one to keep an eye out. Before we wrap up, um, Wally of the Week. Start with you, bag as usual, Wally of the Week. Put on the spot there, mate. Wally of the Week. Everyone who said that Everton and Ancelotti were like the best thing since sliced bread when we know it's actually the internet. Uh, but everyone who was going on like, oh, why didn't we get Ancelotti? James Rodriguez, it would have been United's best player. Ducore walks into that team. Uh, Andre Gomez, all, all this stuff. And I like Everton and they're doing well and they're overachieving and United haven't been great this season. But let's be honest, United were much better than at the weekend. They've lost three games in a row now. And I'm not. This isn't me having a go at Ancelotti and them lot because he's doing a good job. But everyone who said that United c- couldn't even lace the boots of, of James Rodriguez because he's had four good games in three years, come off it. They're the Wallies of the week collectively. Collective. Whoever you are, you know who you collective are. Collective Wallies of the week. Go on. Um, I'm gonna go. You can see it's mad. This, but supporting what Klopp, Pep, and Solskjaer have said, whoever decided that the Premier League was exempt from having three subs, you've seen now that all this has come up, come about. You know, you've now seen the, the Premier League get into a bit of a rhythm. So many players pulling up injured, and you think, why are we? Why do this to the footballers? Why? Why end up they doing this? They don't deserve this? a rest, Alex. They get paid too much. If they, if they. You know what? If I was paid that much, I'd never get injured. I'd never get tired. If you paid me 200 grand a week, Jay, I could sprint for 10 hours in a row because that's how humans work. Yeah, that's it. It's like, a, it's like putting it's, pennies in the back I love it. It's, it's like a, putting coins in the back of your head. You put 200 grand's worth yeah. in. I, lo- I, love, I love that argument where it was like we had that lockdown and then people, we had like three games in a week or whatever. And people saying, well, just have three months off. How can you be tired? Yeah. It's like, that's not how tiredness works. It's not like you can store up energy. I've honestly seen like people a hamster. Saying, Luke Shaw's injured. He's on 200 grand a week. So they can keep playing. You're like, no matter how money you're on, if your hamstring's good, you can't no, you're run. You're now impervious to pay. Fix it for that money. I'm now invincible yeah. because I earn 200 grand a week. I cannot be injured. Um, both, oh, both very good wallies a week. I'll go with... Um, I'll, even though he's not a Wally, because it's hilarious, I'll go with the guy that books the press conference for four, <laughs> four seasons landscaping. I still think that's my favourite story, possibly of all time. The fact that there was like a, a presidential press conference in the car park in front of a dildo shop is amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. It is. It just is. It's quality. But whoever did that was a bit of a Wally. Um, guys, this has been the Devil's Podcast. That's been Joe Smith. You know where to find him. He's all, on, all over the socials. Joe Smith 93. Um, Thank you. That's been Alex Baggers. You know where to find him. Baggers underscore Alex. I've been Jay Motti. You know where to find me. Um, and don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.